Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street The leads into the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Oh, oh, the light doesn't work. I forgot. We didn't pay the bill, apparently. Got to pay the electric bill. Welcome. Yep. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Yes, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here. The new 7 to 9. The new 7 to 9, which doesn't make any sense. But we'll talk a little (laughs) hunting, a little fishing. Yeah, it's just a couple of guys sitting out by the campfire at the ranch talking life. That's right, baby. And uh, what we do, what we talk about, uh, we've got all of our regular segments or your favorite segments throughout the show. The next couple of hours, my name is Cody Ryan. I'm sitting in here with... Beefsteak Disco. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash Twisting Wires. And apparently, for the third week in a row, has forgotten to get a new light bulb yeah. uh, for this room. Luckily, the sun's up. <laughs> but uh, I know it's hard to find regular old light bulbs because that thing won't won't uh, power mean, up an LED. No, indecent, right? Yeah. It's incandescent. Incandescent, indecent. Uh, hard to find. Hard to find those light bulbs anymore. I think you got to order them. From where? I, that's online, man. Somewhere. China? Chi- well, because you're not, not getting it very fast. If it, that's the case. True, and there's an export maybe on it. So, export tax. Carry yeah. the one. Divide by two. Seventeen dollars for a light bulb now. <laughs> now it'll be American. That's American-made light bulbs. Bring it. Make America great. All again. we got. We got three colors, red, white, and blue. <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Speaking hey, of light bulbs, yeah, I was at, uh, I thought it was humorous this past week. I am building a house and often. A barn dominium. A barn dominium. Which is way cooler than a house. Yes. On, yeah, well, it's a barn dominium. And uh, I had to visit the. Not the local. I had to come into town to get some more lumber. Listen to some you, more country wood. boy. 
Had I mean, to come into town. Yeah, I had to go all the way well, down, I, I, It's a big box store. Big box uh, lumber yard. Sounds like okay. some people. Uh, s- some people. <laughs> Depot. But I don't want to <laughs> say, uh, you know, the name. But, uh, you know, so I come into Bastrop. Yeah. Just out, you know, outside of town here. But it's actually in town for me. And uh, because they have the big box stores, and I needed yep. quantities and of, of specific pieces of lumber. I thought you were a guy that would have them just like pro contractor delivered, man. Well, I got some of that too. That's happened, but when you get down to where you're like, I need seven of these, four of the, I need to got go. It. I need to just go grab it. You know, I don't got mm-hmm. time to sit there and try to explain. Okay, no, I want primed MDF one by two in an eight foot line. You know, I don't got time for that. I'll just go get what I need. Cody ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for all that. So I made a big run. Oh, I had to buy toilets. You know, that's something you got to buy for a house. Toilets. Yeah, make sure it's the, the, well, I'm not going to. I got the elongated one. Elongated ones, chair height, right? Did you get one piece, two piece? (laughs) I don't know, dude. With with, with the uh, little toilet, that the lid that goes... Yeah, I got the slow close lid. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, thanks. Your wife will be happy about that, you know. I don't ever lift it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Whoa! You just don't Someone pee on it. Someone pees while they're sitting down. Just, that's what I you think. You just aim correctly, no. and you Road got rash. no issues. Road rash, don't you think? Thumbs you up on aim, that one. Aim, I'm with Cody. It's just aim, man. It's a yeah, sitter. It's just aim. Well, wait till Maybe when 50. you get old. That's wait what I keep hearing. Yeah. And, There's uh, no aim left. No. Anyway, we're not going there this early in the show. But so I went to the big box store, and uh, I had the realization that it is impossible to get the coronavirus in oh, in some some people. <laughs> Why? Because nobody gets close of you close enough to you for you to ever receive the COVID. There's plexiglass. And There's then the zero, lady. zero help in the store. It, I loaded up seven carts, seven. All by yourself, huh? Not one time did I have somebody ask me if, if I needed help. So it's impossible. I'm, I'm announcing it right now. If you go to the big box lumber store, it is 100% impossible to get COVID. That is not doctor recommended. Our lawyers do not <laughs> stand by this <laughs> statement, but I'm just telling you. You can go to the big box lumber yards and you will not get the COVIDs. It's impossible. So I went nobody's out, there to help you. Oh uh, man, I went out to our Blanco farm. The uh you know, the doctor from Dell's children's hospital that allows us to hunt. Yeah. Out on that uh acreage in Blanco where we take kids. He's got a barn dominium. Yeah. Yeah. Except for just one corner is yeah. made into the bedroom, you know. Right. The rest of it is uh open shed with stuff everywhere. And, uh, but it's nice, you know, you get to sleep inside. Anyways, um, we went out, I went out yesterday to refill the feeders. And the reason that you saw me with 10 bags of feed on the back and the ladder and everything else. A little late to be putting out your deer corn there. No, no, it's a refill. All right. And we were using old equipment, old barrel that had been around for what, nine years and it had been fixed five times. Do you remember that one? No. The one that you called no. out, you, I painted it bright, nice green, like okay. like yeah. John Deere green. And you said, 
man, way to go. Now the deer will know it's there or something yeah. stupid like that that I always remember. Something brilliant. Yeah, yeah. that you don't even remember, and yet it's no. an arrow to my heart. Yeah. You know how that goes. I've got many of those. Yeah, in my back. Carry on. Really. So anyways, <laughs> TJ has a little scrapyard behind, well, I won't tell you where it is, but yes. he has a little graveyard. Yes. And so we got a... Uh, a nice feeders we got the best feeder and put like three or four different feeders together yeah to create one to put out there because he wants to go shoot an axis this year out there okay he's got his eye on an axis oh my goodness yeah and so um i go out there yesterday had all my stuff go late in the afternoon and uh get ready to put it up take down the other one it's still had some feed you know you gotta get rid of that i mean it's just a pain in the you know what mm -hmm. i go to put it up and there were only three legs or i should say that this barrel had four legs on it yeah but i only brought three because i've never seen a barrel with more than three legs so when i grabbed the legs out of the back of his graveyard i only grabbed three of them have you ever seen a four-legged yeah, the good ones. Well, no, I guess I never <laughs> have been around the good ones. So there I am, all the good ones, there. the ones that stay up and stand up and last longer than yeah. There's real nine steel. years. Come on, a feeder only lasts in nine years. That's there's ridiculous. something wrong with that, right? Yeah. And so uh, it's a real nice poly barrel that's super thick. I mean, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, really yeah. really good. But there it is. I've got three legs and four. So how do you do that? There's no way. So I got to go back out again. I got to go over to his house, steal another leg. Oh, shucks. And then go out there again. So you're just now putting up a feeder is what no, you're telling me. No, you no, no. You just said that. It's you been literally running. just said Okay, don't call a, me out on that. Feeder. It's been out there for over a month, and uh, we put it in in September. And uh, I've got pictures off of it, and I didn't send it to you. I sent it to TJ. I don't know why I didn't send it to you because you would have made fun of my buck that was out there. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to send it to you right now. Or, or you know what? Look at it right now. What's wrong with that buck? Ah, oh, he's cute. Little oh. two-year-old. That's Eight more point. like a four-year-old. Come on, man. There's that's at that little he's cute place. Little guy. Anyways, so I got spots on it, or is that <laughs> just a reflection? I think that's axes. That's what it is. <laughs> You know, we did catch one of those out at our deer lease in Mason. One of our guys, Jeff, he had a camera. He caught one? No, he caught the ass, I mean, the butt end of, you know. Uh, the deer. Uh, the deer. And it had spots on it. That's a, and we that's were a fawn. No, it was bigger than that. So now no. we got this whole, is that an axis deer? Do no. we have axis out there? I don't think so. It's it was a pretty big butt. Have you seen Bambi? Yeah. Yeah. That's not like that. No, not at all. But anyways, <sighs> so we got um, also kids camp out uh, next uh, the week in two weeks. Yep. KOZ, uh, we're doing a Saturday night. We call them roundups because they sound cooler. You know, it's rounding up the boys. And so Kids Outdoor Zone, a group, uh, men like you in churches, volunteer one half a Saturday chapter, a month. A chapter. You yeah. start a chapter mm -hmm. in your church, in a yep. local community. You grab the boys from the church and the local community to uh, one half Saturday a month to come out and do an outdoor activity, outdoor-related activity, and then y'all... That changes each month from camping to fishing to right. shooting to fire starting and everything cool. Just boy stuff that yes. they need to learn as uh -huh. to, to grow up and be uh, successful men. Yes. And so, 
but every now and then y'all do a camp out and yep. that's what you got going on next weekend that's Beard right man we're gonna do central texas yep deer camp 101 and 102 at the same time and then we're going to do a, a saturday night and then wake up sunday morning and have a uh, outdoor church Amen. All, All right. right. And uh, maybe even a baptism or two. <laughs> Woo! That cold I water. I bet there'll be a gun or two, huh? Oh, my, yes. McBride's guns with the way society is pounding on our Ridestone guns. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's right. McBride's guns, they're a family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. They've got a gunsmith right there on staff to help Beefsteak adjust and repair his scopes. <laughs> Yeah. And modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns. Yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. Up next, we'll talk a little hunting, a uh, little fishing. Plus, uh, we got your news of the weird, your game warden field notes, all that this hour, the first hour. Of the number one outdoor radio we, show. Can in we talk about McRibs too? Texas. I don't I knew we you were gonna that bring up? that up again and again and again. <laughs> uh, coming up uh, a little fishing and McRib talk on the oh, flip yeah. side. You get it only one place right here. Catch us twenty four seven three sixty five at the outdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Hi, right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Trade in and trade up to get a hot deal on some cool wheels at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, number one Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealership in Central Texas. If your truck is packing on the miles and the AC isn't helping cut that Texas heat or cool weather, it's like it's used to. It's the perfect time to trade in your truck and trade your truck in. We're giving you top dollar on your trade when you trade in and trade up to a Ram. No matter what offer you got, we'll beat it. Come see for yourself why, again, we've been awarded the 2020 JD Power Customer First Award for Excellence during the Ram Power Days and now Maxwell Supercenter online and now Maxwell Supercenter.com. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. I'm Cody Ryan, your host, sitting in with me, Beefsteak, this morning. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash Twisting Wires. A hot topic in the bunkhouse this morning. The uh, rumor of the McRib coming back. <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, I was joking when I put it on show prep, but apparently oh, no, beefsteak is like salivating across the uh, and, bunkhouse from me. And, and he, Road Rash is sitting there like. like What's a road? He looks, what, what's he a McRib? Looks, he, no, he looks shocked. Like, I didn't know my childhood dreams would come to fruition so early in life <laughs> well, the mcrib he doesn't even so, know what a mcrib is they've been out for you know limited edition oh only. my goodness they come, come on, out man. with we're only coming out with the mcrib for for a limited time they only do that like twice a year 
I uh, think. It's not like truck month in Texas. It's like where it's every other month. Come on, man. 60, 60 days a year they have the McRib. You can no, order. Oh, no. Yes, so, they do. Two months, did, two months out of the year they do a special never coming back McRib. They sell out all the fake meat. All they do is smash together all the meat. fake meat. They make it into a rib-shaped pattern. Okay, I want to tell you something. That is the one thing I, I do go and get at McDonald's. It's the only thing I'll eat at McDonald's. All right? Okay. But it is a... This is not an advertisement. Now, I know, but listen... So but, but waste of the guys culinary from experience. Myth, Mythbusters... The guys went in, and they wanted to take a look at how it was done. The McRib. McRib. And so they got in. They got a behind-the-scenes VIP. Take three hot dogs. No, they don't. They dip take, them in barbecue sauce and fry them. They found out that it is the picnic cut, you know, of ham. You know, the, the, the shoulder cut like yeah. Spam's made out of, of yeah. course. And then they, they smash it, and they Into add a, a little bit shape. of... Uh, dextrose and a couple other little preservative things. Yeah, so you and can then, eat it like next and year and it won't affect like, you. Probably like spam. Yeah, it'll be the same, but it is real meat. And I, you came out going, no, it's not real meat. Man, that is the one thing you can go get at McDonald's. And I'll tell you what, driving with a McRib is a whole other adventure while you're eating it, especially if you try two of them while you're going out to the deer lease. <laughs> And you got two McRibs. Double fisting McRibs while driving. Not recommended from the outdoor zone. <laughs> There's barbecue sauce everywhere, bro. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. You know, scratches, itches, you know, all those things come up. And, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you just got. So, fishing, uh, <laughs> it's a great time. I love to talk fishing this time of year because it's a fantastic time when most people are thinking hunting. The lakes are void of people. We have these cold mornings, which invigorate the bass and they go into a feeding frenzy looking for wintertime feeding frenzy is this a good time and, to tell you i'm not going to be here next weekend oh is that a good time shocking or, uh, i was opening? gonna not be here either i thought you're going to be fishing right right yeah well fishing. you know what maybe right, we should right. flip a coin or leg wrestle indian leg wrestle for it or something mm, now you win figured i'll do uh <laughs> whoever wins i'll do the show from abroad but, uh, yes, um, fishing is phenomenal time of year. On a serious note, it's a great time to get out and go fishing. Tomorrow, I'll actually be on Fayette Reservoir, which is a power plant lake. It's a heated. And yeah, and heat. so power plant, yeah. it, they generate water through it, which is warmer water. So these cooler temperatures are fantastic. The, the bass in Fayette start spawning in December. Because of oh, the warm water and oh. and and the time it, the generation, I mean, it's just a it's just a great time. These power plant lakes, and we have several of them around Texas, uh, just hold some giant bass, and it's a great place to go during during these cooler months when the water starts cooling off, and and really even the the big lakes start start getting uh, you know the fish start getting more lethargic. But on most of the big lakes right now, the fishing is still. I mean, on fire. I can tell wow. you that right now. Fish are feeding up, and it's a great time to go out and catch some bass. Except so. for where you were last week. Well, that was a whole <laughs> different deal. <laughs> yes, Neely Henry Reservoir. So the Bassmaster Open Series uh, kicked off one of their Eastern Division tournaments yesterday, or, or this past week. 
All right, there's two divisions, the Central Division and the Eastern Division, and they had their Bassmaster open on uh, in Kentucky. Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Louisville? No, Lake Cherokee and uh, huh. on on Lake Cherokee and, no, Louisville's in several weeks. That's a Central Open. That I'll be fishing that one. There's an Eastern you. Open, oh. uh, Matthew Robertson. I'm going to tell you about this guy. Matthew Robertson from Kentucky okay. uh, won the event yesterday and he won it by like 1.2 pounds the Whoa. central open which isn't much the central open the week before he got second hmm. so this guy's on fire the, yeah, it, it's it really happened that way and he's it? a very interesting guy he's what? wears this hat he's got some sponsors and stuff but he's he's worn this hat that says on him on him on him that's his. That's his motto. Like he's on him. That's I'm what you him. say in a fishing thing. Like, I'm oh, dude, him, oh, oh, dude, I'm on him. I'm so on. I'm gonna him. catch him. I'm on him. And that's what his hat just says is on him. So it's confidence. It's a. It's a <laughs> massive amount of confidence. He's got long blonde hair. Oh, dude, Thor on fishing. Come and on. And he actually qualified for the Bassmaster Classic. I believe this is the same guy that qualified for the Bassmaster Classic and wore a full-length mink coat on stage at the Bassmaster Classic. So it's time for WWE to join Dude, fishing. This guy is like this guy he don't he don't care. He don't, I don't care. He don't care. He That's a good attitude though, he right? Is who he is. It's a fantastic attitude. You got to have confidence. I think a huge part of fishing yeah. is confidence and and uh this guy he's he's got it, baby. He's got oh, it. Man, a full-length mink coat. Full-length mink coat. <laughs> a hat that says I'm on them and long blonde locks. Oh man. He's like He's like, I mean, I could see him being um, an 80s, you know, rock yeah. kind of guy uh, mm-hmm. that's just like, you know, his time has passed in the rock world. His groupies <laughs> have left, and now he's like, just like, I'll start bass fishing. Kind of like Kid Rock, you know, or something. Oh. No, he's still relevant. He's still hanging, man. Yeah, he's in politics okay. now. But this, this, you know, he's found his new calling. And uh, another interesting tidbit about this guy, because I was reading up on him a little bit last week when he got second, right? Because I uh-huh. saw him each day. I, I passed him. He was fishing thing. right near the. He was fishing right near the way in. Well, Going seventy miles an hour with air, <laughs> you know, blowing back. He was fishing right near takeoff, and he was right near. He was fishing these bridges that were that we all had to go under to get back to to weigh in, uh-huh. and he was just out there fishing the bridges and i thought i wonder if there's any fish there well apparently there were enough to finish second uh so so he does what he wants so he does what he wants well, yeah. but uh i guess apparently a few weeks ago maybe a couple months ago I, I i couldn't figure out the timeline exactly but recently he lost or had all of his uh, fishing rods and baits and tackles stolen that out is- of his boat you're the that's the guy you were talking about that was at a hotel, right? Was that it? I don't know where oh, he okay. was. <clears throat> but he had all of his tackles stolen. And uh and last week's second place finish, he went to yeah, I think I told talked about it. Yeah, he yeah. went to like he's like, I, I found a couple of baits that used to work when I was a kid at Walmart and that's what I've been fishing <laughs> out of this like plastic Walmart bag. That's all the baits I got. 
and I bought a new some new rods and reels, and they already had line on them, so I just used the line that was already on them, which is like, I mean, anti-professional tournament Everything. 101. Like, yeah. I'm going to put the best line on. I'm going to fish with the best stuff. I'm going to have my tackle, you know, a boat full of tackle. This guy just goes out, and he's like, yeah, the line on there is probably good from Walmart. So does that piss you off, or does it make you inspire you a little bit? Like, uh, It's probably know? not good for me, because now I'm just like, yeah, it's probably good enough. And that's not a good attitude for me, because... you got to be prepared. I, I have to that. be prepared. <laughs> I know myself. I know myself, and I know how I operate, and, uh, and not being 100% prepared. Uh, I... When I'm 100% prepared, I'm still already like only 60% of the normal fishing world. I I, <laughs> I always say I have to practice twice as hard to be half as good. So Hey, your breakthrough is coming, Cody. I can feel it. Man. One day. And one day I'm going to get my Walmart rod, a bag full of baits, and I'm just going to go go for it. You know what else is not over is, uh, you know, Central Texas Honda dealers, the Austin Summer Clearance event. Summer may be over. But the clearance event is not. And so you can go shop simple with Honda. The easy way to buy online, get your new Honda from the comfort of your own home, or you can go visit a Honda dealer. Either way, financing is as low as 0.9 APR. On selected models, shop your Central Texas Honda dealers today at centraltexashondadealers.com. News of the Weird up next. This is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here or catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Broussard, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. Alright, welcome back. I think I'm on. I can't tell because my... Whoa. Man, you ought to hear these headphones. Sounds like I'm... It's the beginning of a 1980s rock concert man we're just going there today I you guess. are i guess what is it that you have to tell me i mean my headphones some... are have officially taken a crash unlike austin's hottest new restaurant the shore raw barn grill our amazing friends at shore are serving regional quiz coastal cuisine combining flavors from texas louisiana and mexico you know they've got uh, oysters from all over the country, the freshest oysters flown in for for TJ's mom. <laughs> yeah, to, to flown in for make, all of us to go that. enjoy the freshest oysters from around the country. Uh, they have a fantastic pet friendly patio. They've got uh, live music on select nights still going on. Happy hour. Um, don't miss the fabulous desserts. They have a wonderful house made bruschetta. Bruchet bread, bruschetta, whatever water boy. I always call it bruschetta, but that's it. But brochet, brioche, 
TJ typed this. It's probably bruschetta. <laughs> no, he just doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, He's but like, owners Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider invited you to join them at the shore. Located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyano Kill. Go see our friends, The Shore, Raw Bar and Grill, or check them out online, shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right. Well, what's so weird about this? I mean, you didn't... Uh, it's not on your bucket list? There's a lot of weird things. A 50-year-old man has filed a lawsuit after wildlife officials say he was mauled by a captive black leopard in a backyard animal enclosure in South Florida. (laughs) Dwight Turner paid $150 for a quote-unquote full contact experience with the black leopard, which allowed him to play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. Oh, my. A report by... It sounds... What could go wrong? Sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> a report by the Florida Fish and, Ga- uh, Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said the incident happened August 31st in, uh, near Fort Lauderdale. The agency charged the owner with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition. WPLG reports that Turner is now suing the owner of the leopard. The owner, Michael Pogge, has a Facebook page which claims that he runs an animal sanctuary for rare and endangered animals at his home. (laughs) According to the International Union for Conservation of Nature's Red List of Threatened Species, leopards are classified as critically endangered and black cats are very rare. What's weird about that? There's a lot of elements weird about that. Where do you one, find it? Craigslist? Do you find this on Craigslist? One, a full contact experience with a black lap leopard is 150 bucks. You think that's too low? Well, let's, like let's think about this. When you go to your insurance agent when you're operating a business mm. and you say, hmm, I want to allow people to step <laughs> into a ring with a wild endangered leopard an enclosure, yes. Yeah, so what do you think the insurance would run on that? They you, would say, "Click." Do you really think this guy asked? <clears throat> no, but I'm saying, <laughs> if you did. as a business, that's what you would do. As a normal business, is you would try to insure your business. So you're thinking through that it would never happen. So when you see an ad for a guy that has. One-on-one experiences with leopards in his backyard. Full contact. Full contact. Full contact, yeah. Experiences with a leopard in his backyard. A rare black leopard. For $150? You don't think that's like... some alarms you don't think should have gone sh- off and, you know, like, red lights. That's just your... You can't sue that guy. Number one, he probably doesn't have anything but that leopard and the double wide in front of it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Number two, okay. he's only charging $150 for a full contact experience. How many people do you think he's running through there a day with full contact leopard experiences? It's probably just one of those things where he's like, well, he's got a beer in his hand. Yeah, it's him back. Just go right through that 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 sliding glass door right there. It's a little broke. So yell at me if he gets out of hand. I got a taser. I got a, <laughs> a taser and a, and a fire extinguisher. I hate that. 
They hate that fire extinguisher. Do they? Yeah. You know this? Animals do. We should carry one out in the woods wherever you go. I don't like a fire extinguisher in my face either. Nobody does. (laughs) So I just thought that's probably your first sign. And if the judge rules in this case where the plaintiff is the person that paid the $150 to go for a full contact experience, if the judge rules in his favor, then he's a moron. I'm just going to say it. So you can't. You can't go into a situation like that and think this is going to be perfectly safe. So, and I'm sure, th- I'm sure the guy that's selling the hundred fifty dollar full experience leopard visits are it, it's not a legit operation. You got to know that from the. It's just like a pawn shop. <laughs> oh my! Taking in tools. Yeah. If they and, and ignoring it, like, ignoring that they're stolen, where that came from. Hmm. And then the cops figure out where those tools are, go and pick them up, and the the pawn shop's out, and it starts over again. They're out. Yeah, they're out of that money. If they claim it, yeah, yeah. If it's if claimed as stolen property, the pawn shop bought it uh, to deter it. But how much of that is really claimed? But anyways, did not get away from that. <laughs> if you not see the link there. Well, kind of, a little bit, but I'm thinking in this story, the best part is the, is the paragraph that says, uh, the man was attacked as soon as he entered the leopard's enclosure. (laughs) Duh! (laughs) The injuries were so severe that his scalp was hanging from his head and his right ear was torn in half, the report You believe this guy's going to pay me to walk in this leopard cage? (laughs) What a moron. Go ahead, bud. I think we got to agree that this was probably the first time. In fact, I don't even know if it was an ad. He probably just walking by and said, how much? I don't know, 150 bucks, I guess. I don't know, man. I walked up and he's like, hey, man, I heard you got a leopard. Yeah. How much? How much? I give you 150 bucks. You let me walk in there and pet him. All right. And the last part, he said, he went for the jugular. Of course he did. (laughs) The attorney for Turner said, the ear was pretty much removed. Man, that that's just one of those things where you go, who is the one that you've got a question? The guy that entered it or the guy that was doing it, you know, advertising it? Which one do you? Neither one wins. I hope they throw this case out. I know, but I hope you're... nobody makes any money. Everybody loses money. So you choose to focus on the guy no, that started I think that, the place. No, all both of them. They're both. They both should be. Probably end up on a cops episode. Is what you're saying? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no that would you, be their dream. I'm envisioning, like you said, the guy that started it, double wide, a little enclosure for his pit bulls or something. Yeah. At a however he got an exotic jaguar or leopard, black leopard probably picked up at a pawn shop somewhere <laughs> right or one of his friends traded him for something like that dewalt set of tools that came out of or TJ's, he called his buddy joe and was TJ like shed. yo joe <laughs> here you're a little tied up right now <laughs> if you can help me find a little kitty cat and then i want to answer this guy's looking around for an experience so i want to provide it quick 150 bucks yeah that's I a craigslist ad deal 100 percent Oh, yeah. It's probably a joke or something, right? No, no joke. When uh, Can you imagine he walked in there? The guy, you think he was watching this? 
like, or do you think he was inside on the couch, broken couch? Oh, know? he was standing there, and he was like, look at this moron about to walk in here. Oh, cl- oh no, that's, Get the fire extinguisher, That's not Alvin. good. <laughs> oh, man. Tase him, tase him. Hey, I'm out of fire extinguisher. Hey, TJ's going to call. He called in. He couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't handle it. TJ, yeah. good morning. Hey, what you what you guys burning up over there? All I hear is a fire extinguisher. Well, that's because we there's wild leopards in the studio. What are you? Where are you at? What are you doing? Oh, so, uh, real quick, just tell you, I'm in uh, um, northwest Georgia, central west Georgia, and uh, picking up Georgia grandma, 91 years old. And I'm um, going to bring her back to Texas for a short visit, 10, 10 days, two weeks. And so two things. One is the acorns are dropping all over here, um, but the deer aren't in rut yet. Saw a lot of guys last night that were in their camo at the at the cafe and uh, at the Cracker Barrel. And uh, they said the deer starting to run around a little bit, but nothing solid yet. No big butt action yet a few few guys have killed some doe but um they're just kind of anticipating any time now for the big rut to start here and they're getting pretty excited about it It was good to be it's funny how when you go somewhere and you if a cafe or something and you see some guys walking in and camo and you just know there's my there's my brothers that must be kimpo somehow (laughs) yeah Uh, so that just felt real good to see them, talk to them a little bit last night. Handed out a couple of uh, our buddy Mackey's antler crosses while we were sitting there at the oh, yeah. restaurant, and that's always a real treat. But I just had this thought, and I'll leave it with you guys as I get ready to go uh, eat some more Grandma's handmade, homemade blueberry pancakes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And I know Beefsteak talked about this over the last couple of weeks, and I just encourage everybody, you know, we're going into the holiday season, and the last six months have been pretty rough, you know. There's a lot of people struggling, just just a different time. And uh, But just I would just encourage everybody to savor some time with your family as we go into the holidays Amen. and we kind of end this year, this wacky year, is just – really be intentional about taking some time and um you know and if there's any hurts or brokenness or wounds out there just to maybe maybe this is the time to write a card and tell them your you know thank you or whatever it is but um i just i'm just just reminded of how sitting here with 91 year old grandma going to have her in texas for a couple of weeks and it may be the last time we get to have her down and um we're just i'm just walking in it so it's making me think you know this is a good time for us to just kind of put some things to the side and just make sure that i love what beefsteak said when after his mom passed a couple weeks ago he said you know mom and i were in a good place i didn't have a whole bunch of stuff there that i needed to say or do we were good and I just think that's a testament to uh, a good way to live your life with the people you love around them. Anyway, I don't know how much of that uh, bunkhouse worthy, <laughs> but good. 
It's good. It's a. Uh, it's just the thought that I'm having right now, and uh, and we got so many folks that, you know, our our guys, the the uh, regulators that listen to our show, guys and gals that listen to our show, they get it. You know, we're just regular old country folk that like to live and take care of each other and do the right thing. And anyway, so right. that was just my my thought my thought for the day to leave with you guys as I get ready to go speak at this little Baptist church here in LaGrange, Georgia. All right. Well, have a good uh, have a good time at the church, and I look forward to talking to you when you're on the road with Grandma. And have a good time at that potluck buffet afterwards, man, because I know there's one at a Baptist church. <laughs> oh, you, that's exactly what we're going to do. I got a, like a two-hour slot I booked just for the uh, potluck afterwards. Eight different that's types it. of casserole. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And the dessert. Yes, sir. Oh, Lordy. And they're going to have McRib on the road oh, as you're driving back yeah. with Grandma so you can stop and get some McRibs. Get two of them. Oh, man, McRib is back. Ah, yes. All right. Hey, enjoy it. Thank you for uh, reaching right. out. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Archery Country, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, or game around the world, Archery Country is the place to get all your gear. If you're a recreational archery shooter or just uh, interested in archery, there's only one bow shop in Central Texas that has all the gear and knows the bows. It's Archery Country. Go see our friends, 8121 Research Boulevard. They're here in Austin, Texas. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Also, follow them on all their social media, at Archery Country. Uh, coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse. Catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. And I hope that judging blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind Beef Steak here for Sun Automotive. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. You know, you can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. With rifle season coming up next weekend, you can go check them out at one of the locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane or 1300 Medical Parkway up at Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at Ranch 1206 Ranch Road, 620 North. Go check them out this week. Sun Automotive. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody, Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have self safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. That's why we trust farmranchstore.com. From handling equipment and ranching, equipment to fencing, knee feeders, rodeo arenas, they're proud to offer you quality products on the farm and ranch market today. Our supplies products come from leading suppliers such as uh, Prefer Powder River and WW Manufacturing. All are trusted names in the industry. Go see our friends 
at farmranchstore.com. They'll deliver it right there in place. They'll send it straight to your ranch. You ain't got to leave your couch right there on the ranch till the fencing gets there. Just go to farmranchstore.com. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Uh, Florida wildlife officials captured a 10-foot-long python that had sneaked its way and snaked its way into a Ford Mustang. <laughs> there are lots of reasons that the check engine light could come on in a Ford Mustang. <laughs> that's kind, that's, of, a, funny. that's yeah. kind of a joke there in a itself, little, isn't it? Yep. Uh, but Poke. the big honking snake curled up under the hood is probably not in the service manual. Wildlife <laughs> officials were called to a business in... Uh, Dania, 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 yeah, Dania Beach. That's how they'd say in Florida, of course, right? Dania, Dania, man, you know, Dania, she's down there by that leopard, le- that, the leopard place, you know, Dania Beach, Florida, Thursday morning to remove a 10 foot long Burmese python from the car's engine compartment, according to a post from the Fish Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission's Facebook page. Uh, Mr. Blumfield said the business uh, found the snake when they opened the blue Mustang's hood to investigate the check engine light, which clearly did not specify that there was a snake. It's hard to believe there was a time where when work shoes were work shoes, sports shoes were sports shoes, and leisure shoes were leisure shoes. Those lines were never crossed. What is this talking about? You know, I don't was know. Was that but, part of an advertisement or something in the but, middle of the story? You know, the... I thought I, it was going somewhere. Anyway, so they found this giant python, and I thought it was interesting, though, that... Uh, let's see, how many... Oh, in August, Florida officials announced that they had removed 5,000 pythons from the Everglades. That's how invasive, I guess, they are. You know, they've had all kinds of python kind of wrangling. I think they're feral snakes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, there yeah. was a yeah. time where everybody was getting snakes, right? And then the kids move out or you get tired they of bringing They got out home. in Florida and they've thrived in the Everglades, but it has decimated certain native populations of different creatures that used to live among the Everglades. And so it's a real... It's a real a real deal in florida i mean as far as um you know i had a friend growing up that had snakes kind of like hogs in some parts of texas yeah so they're feral right yeah and uh and he they had a shed out back like a regular tool shed that had nothing but growing rats and mice for their snakes and it smelled man man it'd be terrible to live next to that guy yeah, and and so you have to think about it. you get a snake. Got rat what do you got everywhere? What do you got to What do you got to get them? I mean, it's not like you go get a can of snake food at the pet store. First of all, and they're live live. You mice, don't buy man. a snake, have a snake, you do anything think, around a live snake. You don't think so? I do have a rat snake that lives in the old farmhouse. 
because I haven't remodeled it yet. Uh huh. And so I allow him to live there rent free right now. I can't. He'll, he'll keep, be kicked out. Yeah. Oh, he'll be kicked out. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to find a new residence at some point. But for the time being, well, I got stuff in there. It's good. Good to have a little rat snake in there. It'll it'll take care of business, just like those cats. Yeah. Cats are good for cats, barn. Cats I don't like. They spray. They spray on things. Male cats do. But, but th- this reminded me, they mentioned in here they that stink and they the eat songbirds, the snake was in there because it was seeking the warmth of the engine. Right. And that growing up on the farm up north, that's what the, all the barn cats and the feral cats that were out, you know, that eat crap around, uh, you know, the farm. They crawl Mainly up in your vehicle. For warmth. So right. you drive out there and then all of a sudden and... I saw my grandpa one time. He lifted up the hood. He was so mad. And there was a cat stuck in the engine oh, fa- sh- fan belt. Oh, God. And he just grabbed that cat and pulled. We had a three-legged cat running around after that. <laughs> I'm literally, that is God. Lift through it. Raise my hand. Yep. He, he pulled it out it. of the fan and then just probably threw it on the ground and that was it. He just. Tossed it to the side. It's one of the 40 cats that were around. Not 40, but there My were probably Atlanta. 20. You know, there were 20 cats. They're barn cats, man. They go around. They <laughs> eat all the, the the you know, with the corn cribs around. Yeah. They would come in, and mice would get in the corn cribs. They loved eating up the corn. And so you had enough cats to take care of that problem. I saw an article. Uh, I have an article here that I think is um Probably be good for you to read the to entirety. We can I, we can hit on a few notes of it, but uh, I, uh, I knew we were. I didn't know you were going to get here. This outside Online dot com produced an article, the Beginner's Guide to Hunting. So oh, 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 oh. I figured uh, that's the title of the article. I figured it'd be a good one for you to you know read in depth, but we'll hit on a few of the key topics. One you've already learned, and I know that you've learned it. The first one actually is carve out time. A lot of it because it takes time it, to it, get it, into hunting. I mean, it's a time consuming. It's not just something a, uh, you can't fit it in. You've got to. It's like, not just an afternoon, remove other things. afternoon every now and then kind of hobby. Some people do. Some people will no, go out once a year, but well, that's not a good, that's not hunting. Really. That's not how you get into hunting. No. no. So, uh, but thank the you. Beginner's I guide. appreciate we'll, this. We'll go through a so few more much. of these as the show continues. We've got a whole other hour of ripping on beefsteak uh, uh, coming up. Niall Maxwell, we're keeping the savings rolling by extending the Labor Day savings. So if you think you missed it, you didn't. That includes my favorite, the 2020 Sierra 1500, the only full-size pickup worthy to be called professional grade. Seriously, this truck is a real workhorse. It hauls more, uh, holds more. And the interior elevates the standards for trucks. If that's not enough, Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it. The clock is ticking, so save thousands on hundreds of vehicles at Nile Maxwell GMC on H35, exit 256 in Round Rock, or online. NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. A whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio show. Coming up, you get it only one place right here. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse, but you can also catch us on all your favorite podcast locations at theoutdoorzone.com.